This is Amy Poehler. My new movie, Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2, is coming to theaters June 14th, and it's making me feel joy and sadness and anger. Definitely some disgust. Rose! And I think a little fear. But I'm also feeling these new emotions like anxiety, embarrassment, envy, and ennui. It's what you call the boredom. Okay, that one was weird. It's going to be the feel-everything movie of the summer. Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. Rated PG. Parental guidance suggested. Only in theaters June 14. Get tickets now. This episode is supported by FX's Clipped. The scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX is clipped. Now streaming only on Hulu. What does Colgate mean by live life to the brightest? Could it be a rich glass of red sipped inside a Parisian cafe on a snowy night when my gaze is met by a tall, mysterious... I mean, brushing is directed with Colgate Optic White Pro Series Toothpaste gives you a visibly whiter smile in just three days, so you can live life to the brightest and finish that glass without worrying about teeth stains. Colgate Optic White. Find it at all major retailers. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage... All the way to the, we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Detective Night Country Episode 5 is over, but here on Post Show Recaps, we're just getting started. We're here on a Friday because of the Super Bowl, and True Detective has aired early on HBO Max, so I'm here. And of course, I'm not alone. I'm here with Dr. Amanda. Amanda, how are you doing? I'm great. We're here on a special Friday. We get our True Detective early, so I was really excited about that because I really wanted to watch the next episode and move along, so we're advancing in the mystery the moral of the story today grace is all cops are bad <laughs> yeah, that's pretty true that's probably true yeah even the ones who are good are covering up they're doing stuff. really they're bad, doing bad stuff. stuff they're yeah. doing bad stuff true. Yikes. that's true um uh we got our screener up true did you also get your screener for the super bowl because we all know that that's planned and <laughs> did you get that did you get that? 
<laughs> yes, I just can't yeah, yeah. figure out if it was like uh, if it there was foul play or if it was just a supernatural <laughs> cause. I can't believe Taylor did you know go out on the field the whole and interrupted the Super Bowl <laughs> halftime show. That's strange. Anyway, well, we're here on Friday. Super Bowl is on Sunday. Early release, so fun, so fun. I'm mm -hmm. very excited to get the episode early. So we're gonna chat uh, about it. Make sure you subscribe. Posterrecaps.com/slash True Detective. I think Jess and I will be back at our normal time. We're gonna give people lots of time as it's the penultimate episode mm -hmm. um, before the finale. So we will be recording probably around Tuesday evening. You have tons of time this week to get in your feedback. Not exactly sure when LT uh, and Mike will be getting together, but I'm sure they will let you know. But if you're subscribed, it'll just drop in your feed. Wow. Don't worry That's about definitely it. the way to go. You got to subscribe. That's right. So you, and this no. is your last chance to make your predictions and it's sound true. smart. So definitely listen to all the pods, send us your feedback and also super exciting grace when we come back for the finale mm -hmm. we will be live That's so right. we can take people's feedback live i'm very yeah. excited i you know everybody please like it's more fun the more people join us yes. so this has been a great ride i would love to have as many people watching us live and interacting and we can respond to your comments live in the pod yeah, so we'll be on uh, youtube.com slash postshow recaps. We'll make sure that the uh, sort of um, link is available ahead of time so you can click that little reminder button to join us. We will uh, post it on X uh, and we'll share it around and come and join us live. Yeah, we'll read your comments um, as as we're as we're recording it live. So come check that out again, youtube.com slash postshow recaps. That'll be about 10 Eastern, um, depending on how long the episode is. If it's a 10 15, typically we give about 15 minutes. Mm -hmm. If the episode is a super long one, which I haven't checked the runtime on yet, um, then maybe we'll be a bit later than that, but we shall see. Give us some time to at least like give 15 minutes to think about it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I, need to get, I need to get a drink uh -huh. of water. Yeah. I need to make sure I look presentable. Yeah. I need to make sure there's no bats in my third floor, which is what happened last time it, we were live. Great. Is that true? You never told, I didn't know that. Yeah. That's why I was in, I was in my kitchen. Oh my yeah. That's was right. Walking around that's in the right. background because there yeah. was a bat that was yeah. in my office. So. That was uh, the, what we do in the shadows crossover. Bat. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. Well, let's chat about episode five. It's a big one. It, it, a lot happens. What do you think of this one? Uh, the penultimate episode, Amanda? Um, yeah. I, I mean, I thought that this this was, you know, I think a lot of times with these kinds of shows, with this structure, you expect a lot to happen in uh, the penultimate episode. Um, this was definitely action-packed. Um, there were a couple of things that happened in this episode that I thought were like a little bit clunky from a plot. Mm -hmm standpoint but i thought that the characters were all really effective i'm i'm very very um like the mystery i'm very i'm very eager to resolve this mystery because i feel like if anything the way the show has paced i feel like less certain about what is still in play at the end of episode five which is kind of exciting mm -hmm. um so i'm very eager to see how this all resolves i'm i can't wait to talk to you about our final theories. This is my last chance to say anything that could possibly be a smart prediction about the show. So no, I'm, you could uh, say it afterwards. So just you would have said it afterwards, and then it, I guess it's not a I, prediction. It's not a prediction but, then. I, yeah, I so yeah. so this is my last chance to get any sort of credit yeah, okay. for being right. So I'm eager to talk about that. But really, like a very very emotional, um, really beautifully done episode again. And through the five of the six hours of this show, I I'm just I'm very very pleased with everything that it's had to offer. Yeah, I agree. I, I think these last two episodes in particular have, for me, felt the most like 
there's a world in which we maybe need more time. Mm-hmm. Um, I think especially last week, uh, I was, re- you know, as I do the deep dive and I'm looking through all these comments, and it's like, that's pretty amazing that the Coast Guard like found Julia before the lighthouse knew that she was gone. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're also able to identify her body, even though she was like fallen in the water. Mm-hmm. Like, it's like, you know, and so like, it's like true. And I'm giving them a little bit like, yeah, it's TV. So it's fine. Um, like it's, it feels a little, messy around the edges i think this episode mm-hmm. too like I should, is there a little bit of a time jump did they give us a time stamp yeah. on the episode they go from christmas eve to new year's eve okay so in episodes so yeah okay so at least a little bit of a time jump um uh th- this this week um which i think is interesting because they've mostly been like cons- almost consecutive days i think so far since mm-hmm. the since we've been in like the the night so that is interesting um but i think that this was another and i i would agree that i feel like going into the finale i'm really not sure i i have a theory that i've 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 said on the deep dive that i feel pretty i don't even think i'm fully confident in it so i think that that's like Mm -hmm. fair of the show i i do think like in a six episode season that's totally fine that it does feel like i do feel like i'm going into last episode really not knowing um, what we're going to get Uh, i think the ending of this episode was also fairly uh unexpected um in terms Mm -hmm. of what we uh saw but it was a very like yeah again it was like an actiony episode rather than i felt like we got a ton of information um which i think again in a six episode season is is totally fine yeah um, for a mystery show yeah so i'll tell you like i leave episode five feeling like more certain and more like solidified in understanding some of the themes of the show and i can't wait to talk about like how i think that the you know that the the spirituality and the murders and what's going on like how all of this thematically ties in because i feel like that has really coalesced very nicely but in terms of the specific mystery of how exactly did the salal scientists die i'm at a complete loss because i think that right mm-hmm. now we know who are the bad guys. We know that Kate McKintrick is a bad guy. We know that Hank was bad, but not involved directly in the murder. I'm sort of out on Raymond Clark being the person who is the perpetrator of the Salal murder or the Annie Kay murder. Um, Mm. So there's very few people left in this very, very small universe that seem to be plausible killers so i'm really interested in kind of talking all of this through with you and how exactly we arise on the terrified corpsicle of it all Mm -hmm. if it's not actually a freak weather event it's still the oh yeah i forgot we solved it this week i forgot that we actually did solve it i forgot it's a freak weather event which is actually what they said about the um uh, I'm forgetting the name, but the pa- the the Russian men who went yeah. through, they just said it was mm-hmm. a freak weather event, an avalanche in in particular. Well, there so. you go. Yeah. It's a there was that one point where like they explain like, well, yeah, like it could cause like damage to the eardrums. It's like, and I'm like, oh, well, you know what? They do make they make a pretty yeah, right, right. yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I I think I know the why, and I think I know broadly the who, but the actual mechanics of what happened to the men at Salal is, um, is no clearer. So I'm really, really excited for us to finally get some answers there. 
Okay, well, let me give a quick recap of the episode. Uh, basically, Danvers and Navarre are going to go and try enter the caves. They are shut down. They cannot get through the entrance. It looks like it's been blown up. Connolly brings Danvers to see Kate, where he reveals that the case is closed. It was just a freak weather accident. She doesn't buy it because the NGO actually funds uh, that funds the mine. Uh, sorry, the mine funds the research station, which mm -hmm. gives out basically bogus pollution numbers to protect the mine. Um, Connolly hints that he knows what happened at the Wheeler house in an attempt to get Danvers to stop, which does seem to kind of work until she is further compelled by Navarro. Um, Hank seems to have figured out about the Wheeler incident by logging onto Pete's computer and sharing it with Kate and or Connolly. Um, and then Kate tasks Hank with making Otis go away so that the Annie death will remain un unsolved. Um, he says he's not a murderer that he covered up Annie's death so he could be made chief of police. So we learned this. We, we thought maybe he was chief of police. Mm -hmm. He is in fact not and thought he would be uh, given it, but Danvers arriving changed things. Um, meanwhile, Navarro goes to, uh, put Annie's um, ashes um, in the Julia's ashes. Sorry, Julia in the, in the, in the sea and experiences a trance like thing of walking into the sea, much like Annie uh, and potentially her mother was, I say Annie, Julia did. Mm -hmm. And, um, and Rose ultimately like has to like call her back and bring her back. Um, Hank follows Danvers home. She has given Otis heroin so that he'll show her how to enter the caves through the ice, which we learn is a trick from Eddie. And that's the night country. They would mm -hmm. go into the night country uh, as kids um, uh, by breaking through the ice and going down underneath. Hank shoots Otis and Pete, who is now staying in the shack because he learned that Hank betrayed him, shoots his dad when Hank goes to aim his gun at Liz. Pete stays behind to clean up the crime scene and make it look like an accident. He'll drive Hank struck out and think he was getting rid of Otis while Danvers and Navarro head to the caves, AKA the night country. They will also be in the night country, Amanda. They're um, all in the night country. All in the night country. Where do you want to start? Um, wow. Yeah. Um, so yeah. Can, so I want to talk a little bit about the, like the whole supernatural element of the show, because I have yes. a theory, Grace. And last week you asked me if I would be disappointed if we don't get like a full resolution. On I'm asking everybody this question. I know. You're at, so I won't. The audience, if you, if you have, if you have a response via Twitter, you're free to tweet at me. I'm interested in this as well about whether there needs to be an explanation um, or whether supernatural occurrences can, you know, and being, perhaps unexplained can be still a satisfying conclusion to the show. And, and I have a theory right now um, that actually that we're not going to get an explanation for the, um, for the ostensible supernatural phenomena that are presented in the show, that those will never be explained and that there will not be a supernatural explanation for the Salah men's death. I think that there is going to be a uh, in real life, explanation for how the Salal men die, that they died at the hands of man, that it wasn't a freak weather event. Um, maybe the weather contributed in some way, but that like this was a murder of the Salal men. Yeah. And that will be explained, that there will be a killer. The supernatural element, I think, is existing in this show for thematic reasons and not actually to explain any of the myster the mysteries that are happening. Um, so I've been thinking about like what do these supernatural elements or uh, these these seemingly supernatural elements have in common? In this episode, we learn about what the spiral means. And the spiral is like 
it's not supernatural. It doesn't have to do with some cult or anything. It was actually like a very pragmatic thing that existed to warn hunters of places where the ice was very, very thin. Right. And there is this kind of echo of a theme about, you know, white noise and sight and like what can you see and what can't you see when it's dark in the night you can't see things mm -hmm. what you choose to see what you don't see what's underneath like what's underneath the caves and the ice so there's like in we're digging the researchers are digging they're digging up. for things yeah so in ennis it's all about who chooses to look for, you know, who chooses to see, like, what are you choosing to see and what are you choosing to be blind to? And right. like Navarro represents somebody who's always seeking to find the thing. Like she wants to see. Um, Liz is somebody who wants to turn a blind eye. Even the one-eyed polar bear, like, does it, like, it's occluded. Yeah. It doesn't see. Um, when it does and it doesn't see. Right? It doesn't. It, it, so it's like, yeah, it, and, it's and that's, I think Liz is kind of at this juncture where there's part of her that wants to know and there's part of her that knows don't go looking because it'll just make trouble um when you look at the protesters for the mines they have the black paint over their mouth as if it's yes. like they don't speak so yeah. it's like this idea of being silenced this idea of things being hidden um and if you think about what navarro is seeing it's she's seeing the dead she's seeing the people who you were not supposed to pay attention to, the people who are forgotten. Um, Annie Kay is somebody that we're not supposed to think about. She's supposed to be forgotten. It's these like people that the Kate McKintricks of the world are ignoring. They're like, you know, that she does not recognize their personhood. And that's like why the mind can go on poisoning people and everybody turns a blind eye to it. So mm. I think that what we're going to find is that you know, that it's really a metaphor more than anything else. And maybe we'll stay kind of in this place where there's a question, at least for Navarro, there's a question of like, is this something real or is it her own mental health struggles? Um, you know, we know that this is something that weighs on her. Like, could she suffer the same thing that Julia did? Um, but I think that what it's going to represent in terms of the plot of the show is that there are secrets that are hidden and that people in this town allow things to happen, like allow babies to be poisoned and allow people like Annie Kay to die and go uninvestigated because they choose to turn a blind eye. They choose to uh, drown every drown out the noise, you know, as, as Rose says, like drown out the noise, but in a quiet place, like Ennis, what is it that you hear? It calls to you the voices of the dead, the people who have suffered, the history, the indigenous history. Like, what do the protesters say? They say, we were already here. And like, what does the mind do? It mm. tries to cover up what was already there. So my theory is that we're not going to get a resolution on whether there are really ghosts that um were that that's going to have served a thematic purpose but that when we uncover all of the layers of ice and when we you know when we when we dig deep what we're going to find is the connection between the mine and Salal and the fact that there have been these you know nefarious actors who are actively trying to silence people like Annie maybe people like the Salal scientists who could have revealed that they have been 
um, obscuring the environmental damage that the mine is doing. Um, so that's sort of where I'm at right now going into the finale. It's very good. I think the theme, I think the thematics of this show are stronger for me. I think they've always been stronger for mm -hmm. me than even sometimes. I think the acting is great. I think, I th yeah, the last two episodes, I do think some of the writing, um, not the dialogue. I think it's yeah. more for me, like, you know, I don't know whether Issa Lopez had, had, had pitched this to be longer, but I feel like we're moving a lot of pieces in ways that feels like we're we're rushed. But I, I think that's okay. I guess the question that I, I have about that is, I, you know, when we were going through on the deep dive and we're like, I'm picking these people i think we've we've revealed that there is a connection between the mine and the and the Solal research station we know that their their funding is linked mm -hmm. and, and and why they are linked now we know um that it was very you know that is actually very clever that like oh they actually do this like they report on pollution numbers and mm -hmm. they and they lower the amount of pollution that they say that the mines are 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 pumping out. So I, th I thought that it was very smart. I think the piece for me is I think about, and, and to relate it back to your point about who is seeing what I think interestingly, like the reason why I think like Danvers is more the polar bear than mm. Navarro. Although I think you could argue Navarro to a degree is the polar bear is that I think that what Danvers sees and what we see in her relationship specifically with Leah is mm. she does see the real, um, and it's not that it's not that Navarro or other people don't see the real danger, but she is willing to like close that one eye to be like, yeah, uh, you know, um, to, to, but the systems in, that are in place that that hurt these people, she sees that danger in a way that Navarro maybe also sees it, but rushes into it anyway. Navarro knows that it's worth it to keep to keep going, and, and it's in some way almost goes in um, sort of in a in a, in a blind rage now mm -hmm. at the end of this episode you do have by the end of this episode danvers i think being a little bit more like there's a scene where she's like it's over we're done you can't mm -hmm. let this sink you you have to stop because what what she sees as the potential danger and threat that navarro will face by the end of the episode she's in she's like navarro yeah. says like i thought you thought i thought you said it was over and she's like i was wrong let's go and they're going together and i guess what I'm wondering in terms of like trying to figure out potentially where the mystery, how the mystery is revealed to us is what will they see that is either like, I do feel yeah. like to some degree it has to be like the thing about a mystery show is it has to both be shocking. And also it can't feel like it's completely shocking. And there's so mm -hmm. few people here who could be involved in what's happening. And the other piece that I keep going back to in terms of why there are specific people who I put on my suspect list mm -hmm. and, and there are people who I take off only because the ending and there being something of a of catharsis mm -hmm. of Danvers potentially finding something that much like in the Wheeler case one of them we still don't really know which one of them did it other than that they did choose to kill William like Will Wheeler what are they going to find there that they are once again being yeah. confronted with and and will and i think you know it's, it's navarro's story i think um jody foster specifically said this but yes. is there an element to what keeps happening to navarro and the and people like her in this community if they get to see if they find something will can danvers continue to sort of turn a blind eye to yeah. it and i think in the show you have to think you hope the resolution is no that they yeah. are able to defeat or overcome whatever 
they're going to find mm -hmm. in the night country. So I don't know what that means in terms of like, who could they possibly find? We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night, ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end, what will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Yeah, what are they going to find in the night country? That's a big... So, I mean, what we know, I think, so predictions that we can make that are pretty safe going into the finale episode is, well, you know, there's this hurricane happening, of course. It's yes. like, so the weather's bad. There is a severe weather event coming. There is a severe weather weather event. Navarro and Danvers are going to go to the ice caves, the underground ice caves that are on the um, Silver Sky Mining property, the night country that um, Otis, you know, I, before Otis Heist is murdered by Hank, he shows Liz where the highest point is, where they can enter. They're going to go there. They got to find Raymond Clark, Grace. We have to finally meet Raymond Clark. He's there. We know that whatever is in the night country, that this is going to be the site where Annie Kay died. That's what Kate tells Hank, that if Danvers goes in that cave, she'll find that this is where Annie Kay was murdered. And she'll know there's something there that's incriminating. And that's why Silver Sky doesn't want them poking around there. What could this be 
in the ice caves. We know that it was equipped with a generator, that there's power there. There's something going on that would be directly incriminating to Kate McKendrick and the Silver Sky Mining Company. I can only imagine that this is where we're going to find Raymond Clark finally. Um, what what are your theories, Grace, about what could be down there? So last week, I feel like Reddit boards and we were we were on this was that in the deep dive was that I do think there's now kind of two people who I put in a like if there's one more person to be revealed mm-hmm. in being complicit it's either eddie or rose like it's either kavik or rose it's not kavik it's not how dare I, you when you said that grace i was so mad at you not I, my sweet kavik so i was watching this what this episode looking to see is there a continuation of basically a, a you know a lack of information a continuation of 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 omission i think the big thing for rose is like that's not her real name. She has all this mm-hmm. money. It does seem like potentially, uh, well, they didn't seem like it, but her big fees, people speculated whether or not she's being potentially funded. Uh, she's she's uh, Hank's ghost. Um, uh-huh. Oh, wow. Yeah. So I, I would say this week that I think Eddie's actions redeem me. I think I've, mm-hmm. I've, I lower him his threat level. He, 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 he continues. He helps solving the case. Rose does a very. He nice- had me at SpongeBob toothbrush. Yeah. yeah, Rose does. I think, and the other, the other piece of this, the difference between Rose and Eddie. Eddie is indigenous. Eddie is mm-hmm. uh, Inupiaq, and I think that I, I don't know. It's the best, you know, from uh, the themes of the shit to then be like. It, one of the people you know it could be because you could you could talk yourself into it. a lot of indigenous women who are killed are there are instances yeah. of being killed by other indigenous men because systems have failed them etc cetera, etc cetera. but rose being this outsider i think still rose needs a me. lot more justification for why she's there like right like eddie is and, indigenous yeah. he owns a bar he's yeah. sleeping with navarro all of this checks yeah. out like but and, rose is a mystery yes. And she does this very nice thing, which she cracks the ice to let Julie go. But when I was like, when I was, when they were doing it, I'm like, are they going into the night country? And I was like, yeah. well, then there's no way it's real. So I'm like, oh no, it's, they're not going into the night country. She is uh, creating a hole and she does like pull her back. But I don't think she does enough this episode to make me be like, yep, I would like remove Rose. Rose feels to me, I mean, there's a little bit of like Connolly's mm-hmm. complicitness in this is not. I think as clear he's running for mayor. So maybe he wants to shut the investigation down, but clearly Hank has to give that information. Like that information gets to Connolly um, through Pete's computer. It could just come from Kate to Connolly and they're linked, right? Yeah. Or it could be Hank. To, and, and so I feel like Connolly is also like, but I feel like he's fully implicated this in an episode that I feel like him turning out to be like super evil next. I mean, I, yeah, I it doesn't fit. Be like fully fit for me like even even when kate and uh and hank talk in the car i mean kate sort of says if you know if Connolly is like that you know Connolly is a political animal like he doesn't have the stomach for what needs to be done which is basically when she's telling him that otis heist needs to be killed um i do feel like you said grace like it wouldn't be an exciting mysterious reveal to find out that the person that we already know is corrupt and complicit is like actually like the big bad like that doesn't fit um so Connolly is clearly bad does it Hank- add though if he for, for whatever like he did kill annie like is that enough to be like oh he's that bad like he's so bad that he would yeah kill- that, 
this woman like is there that really wouldn't work for me because yeah. it's like again it's just you know why is he why would he have been so involved like doing like the dirty work of this i mean maybe that could possibly be the reveal but like for somebody who's so high profile in this political world for him to be like yeah. the henchman level person like it just you know like it you know hank says in this episode to Liz, like, oh, this is below your pay grade. Like, it really feels below uh, Tim's pay grade, and I just don't think it would have the same kind of, uh, you know, it wouldn't, it wouldn't quite have the the zip for me to justify the finale reveal. Um, Hank ends up being like a little bit more evil than I was expecting, and a little bit more directly implicated. But when he says that he didn't kill Annie Kay, he just moved the body. Um, that does do enough to convince me in this episode. Also, the fact that he's dead and cannot, like, be discovered. Like, I think we need to have somebody who's still alive and on the board to be found out in this final episode. So I think Hank gets crossed off the possible killer list. Yeah, by Pete. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Mm -hmm. he got yes, crossed he off. does yeah. get crossed off. I mean, that yeah. scene was really something else, Grace. Yeah, I mean it's pretty tense, and and the way Liz is saying like don't do it, as if she knows exactly. And this mm -hmm. is like her her like mentee. So I think that like the the feeling of Liz knowing I've trained someone to do exactly what I do, and now I know exactly what he's going to do in this situation. Um, I could feel like the fear in her voice. I feel like I thought it was interesting that we don't actually we we Pete you know, had looked into the Wheeler stuff and yeah. um, this gets uncovered because he was left-handed and then they had swapped all the photos. They had like revert, mm -hmm. like image reversed them. So that everything showed up uh, to be backwards. Um, and when they can, you know, they have this confrontation and then she says like, Oh, and you have to know when to stop asking questions. Like, yeah, yeah that relationship, I thought was so, so interesting. And then she's also like, okay, and now you can go stay in my house. Cause you, you absolutely can't stay with your father, which is how we get him to be right in the house. But um, yeah, this, I, I, the, the, the fear in her voice being like, like, don't do it, Pete, because she knows he's going to do it because this is not just uh, this is, a corrupt man, but also his father who has not been great to hit. Like he yeah. just found out he was like looking on his computer using his son's birthday, you know, as the, like, yeah. you know, the information to get, to get into his computer. So yeah, that scene is pretty, pretty tense. And then too, the like Liz trying to not, he's like, I'm not keeping you alone, Pete. That feels pretty ominous for Pete as well. That Liz yeah. is like, you can't be alone. And then the fact that, uh, Danvers is Navarro is like you stay here and clean we're gonna go to the caves yeah you stay here and clean up the the dead body of your father who you just killed because he was going to kill your mentor I mean this is like a very intense scene and like this whole episode is really well acted by Finn Bennett and I did find the kind of like the tragedy of him discovering that his mentor might have done this corrupt thing and also confronting that he can't trust his father and that his father is corrupt um, you know, I thought that all of that was really emotionally affecting the piece of writing that I thought was like clumsy in this episode was like connecting the dots that Hank could have looked on Pete's computer and figured out that Navarro and, and Danvers were implicated in this uh, Wheeler murder. Like, it's just like, is there a file on Pete's computer that says like, left like flipped images that prove yeah. that liz killed yeah. this 
suspect. Like, it just seems like Hank would have had to do all of the independent investigating work that Pete did to get there. It just seemed very too cute that those dots got connected. So for me, neatly. clumsier is, I think that's, for me, that one is fine. Right? It's more like within the span of the episode, he's like kicked out. He's staying with Hank. And then it's like, no, you can't stay with Hank. You got to stay mm-hmm. with me. And then he's in the shack in the back. And then he happens to be there when, yeah. when, uh, when Hank comes over. So. But Speaking fine. of staying with Hank, I did think it was very lovely that he's like waiting outside his dad's house, listening to him play guitar. And then yeah, he yeah. calls his father. Yeah. He lies and says, I'm working on my truck. So Pete yeah. does the kindness of saying, okay, I'm about five minutes away to not embarrass his dad. I thought that that was like a really nice little character detail and that was an original song by john hawks and oh, really? i thought it was lovely yeah it was lovely um it's really i think that that's the type of stuff that for as much as i'm criticizing some writing stuff here that's the stuff that i think is like so layered and complex mm-hmm. and deep this is somebody who like they have had a troubled history obviously like i think you can kind of tell like pete does not want to invite hank over for christmas dinner in the last episode but he like kind of can't figure out the excuse to like yeah. do, he's like i'll talk to kayla but it's you know it'll probably be fine um and yeah but that type of layered like he's he's yeah they're he's pretty calm why why hank like you know to, to any other thing that he i guess because yeah. he's really sad and he doesn't want to make it seem like and he's, he's also sad. like embarrassed because yeah. his wife like, left him and thought yeah. he was terrible at playing guitar oh, yeah. That's true. like it's there's that. so much yeah. so i mean it's to me like that kind of writing is more important than like you didn't explain how he figured it out from this fight like i don't know like yeah. so i i'm willing to yeah. forgive a lot the other clunky piece of writing i thought was like the exposition dump between kate and hank in the car where we get like kate's like mustache yeah twirly like yeah. i'm the baddest person in the show i didn't say kill him <laughs> yeah 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 he's mm-hmm. just so because we we haven't really gotten these scenes where it's like not not basically one of danvers liz mm-hmm. pete like somebody in sort of this like inner circle of people and so now we get the scene i guess we've gotten some hank stuff on his mm-hmm. own because with the with his wife but um yeah i yeah yeah i i get like so I feel like Pete's in a bad, I feel like this is yeah. bad news for Pete. Mm-hmm. Pete's going to be going to deliver a body in the ice. And this feels like very bad setup for somebody. To Rose. Who, He's going to be with Rose. He's going to bring the body to Rose. I think Rose potentially, oh. uh, this, this is where we get the heel turn from. I, Cause I, I think what we find in the cave, if I'm like, just trying to map out what I think my best mm-hmm. guess theory is, I think we find a lot of information. I think we find Raymond and I think we find like info or like, you know, there's a generator, like what could be any, you know, just anything that's like, this is bad and creepy and not mm. good. And Annie found it because it was evidence. And so now then they killed her there. Um, and at the same time, they basically find something that's like, and Rose, Rose agony or whatever, you know, and then Rose, also Rose is with Pete and bad, yeah. you know, bad news. So I'm not know. fully sold on Rose being bad, but like, I do agree that there's like very few chips to play with at this point in the series. And like, she is one of them that I think Someone is has to be alive. Who, who, I mean, Pete, but Pete just killed his dad. No, so no. who th- there's like, who the guy who uh sold the trailer the guy who got beat up yeah like, and these like feel like they're so minor that it's like i don't know i don't know yeah. what else you, to have somebody alive who gives some sort of catharsic moment of like they get arrested or die yeah. 
There's yeah. not that many people who that can happen to. The other you know? person who's still in in the mix, I guess, is Oliver Takak, is like somebody else that's still out there is a little, a little bit of a loose thread, like not a major mm-hmm. enough character to be super satisfying. But we know now that like we have kind of admission that Kate was directly involved in Annie's death. She had Hank help move the body and cover it up. And, you know, so we, we understand that now and we get all, but like admission that she's also involved in the Salal death. The other thing we know is that 30 years ago, Otis Heiss was part of an incident that resulted in similar injuries. We get his report in here. There was a cave. Men died trapped in ice. We ran out for help, but there was a blizzard. I heard something screaming, howling. The other men started following the sound and tried to go after. I tried to go after them. Then nothing. I woke up in the hospital and eyes were burnt. My ears had gone to shit. So I think that this description from Otis is the closest we've gotten to this point to understanding what could have happened to the Salal men, that it would have been a similar thing. Otis survived this. Raymond Clark also survived this. Raymond Clark found Otis, according to Otis's report. Mm -hmm. They didn't know each other prior, not P prior, but they didn't know each other prior to this incident. But then Clark finds Otis to find out how he survived his injuries. The other, the the pieces of this too, as I keep thinking about is the, in terms, uh, yeah, I guess I, I, I maybe don't need an explanation to to the question that we started off with, which is like, do you need a supernatural? Mm-hmm. Ex- like, do you need an explanation for why supernatural things are happening? And I personally don't. I do mm-hmm. want to know like how they die, but it, you know, I don't necessarily need to know that like Navarro is being poisoned by the water to see a ghost. Like, I don't need that. If she just think, sees ghosts, I yeah. don't like that explanation that the poison, the water, poison I, water I, is causing like hallucinatory experiences, just because like. I just, I just don't think that, like, the, I just don't think that, like, we, the, the, the water is like giving people cancer and like killing, yes. killing babies. Yes. Like, yes. that's enough for the water to do. Agreed. Like, it doesn't, Agreed. it doesn't really fit to me that it's also causing this like mass psychosis. It's like selectively only influencing some people. And of course, I know that like not everybody is in the, like other, some people have access to other water sources, but it still doesn't fit to me that we see like so many different people who are not, you know, having this kind of mass psychosis. Like it doesn't totally fit. I agree. And the the biggest piece for me that doesn't make sense is that like at the beginning of the show, none of the other research station people are like under hallucination, right? They seem perfectly fine until Raymond Clark shows up and says she's awake. And then something happens. We don't know what happened after that moment that the power gets cut. So I would agree. I don't think it's uh, water poisoning or mind poisoning. I think you're right. Yeah. The thing, the bad thing that's happening is that babies are being born sober and people have cancer. Um, But what, like, what's the link to, I mean, I, what seems for me, what seems to be happening to people who we have seen on the show mm-hmm. have hallucinations other than Otis, I think they've all had very traumatic. Uh, th- there's been a traumatic yeah. death. And I said this last week that like uh, it's Julia's a mother that then that, you know, that's mm-hmm. what causes Julia to have that moment. Navarro now seemingly has a moment when she's with Rose where she starts to walk towards the ice. 
And the thing that has just happened to her is, yeah, it's, it's trauma, mm -hmm. a traumatic event, and also the case as well. Raymond Clark, whatever his relationship with Annie is, she was killed. He he could have done it, but, you know, something happened there. So it happened to him. Otis and then, like, the other men that Otis is talking about and then the yeah. And then the, and then and we don't the know that all research men. Yeah. yeah. And we don't know that they had a hallucination. We know that yeah. they heard something scream and they started following it. And then and then they had this like very traumatic like traumatic uh in a physical traumatic way death. So like I'm trying to think of what so if I don't like let, let let's imagine that Can I say the, one thing before oh, is that please. the piece about like they just go out and walk out is yeah. it like that's true of like Julia Jul Julian yeah. and Evangeline's mom but there's so much here to say like they have a one of them has a circle on their head a spiral on their head like they didn't die from freezing yeah. right so something happens to them um when they I guess we don't know that about the Otis men right like the Otis Otis yeah. crew we don't know what he just wakes up and he wakes up and he says it stays later and I don't know what happened. But these men who like go like yeah, potentially that crew walked out and they just like die from hypothermia or whatever. As opposed to these, there's specifically something that happens to them yeah. when this thing happens. It's like they walk out, but it's not like they walk out and die. Is that like they then, peacefully walk out and die? There's right. like you know, I believe that vet he was right that right. they were like they were terrified. What if that's were, the big bad, the vet, the fake it vet, was the vet? Oh my yeah. goodness. Um. So, what do Navarro the people... is a vet? Just, just saying. Oh. My... Just... <laughs> um, uh, all right, let's see if I can recover from that. But um, yeah. what do the people who are, have been targets of this kind of death potentially have in common? Um, so Annie Kay and the Salal scientists, we know that Annie and Raymond were together, that she was protest testing the mines. Um, and we know that Salal is implicated in covering up some of the, the mines' um, negative you know, detrimental environmental effects. So was this something that Raymond in collaboration with Annie Kay was going to make public? Like, was he, was, yeah. did, was it through her, her connection to him that she might've discovered something maybe in these caves that, um, that could have potentially looked bad for the mine and that made her, cause like, Yes, she's protesting, but lots of people are protesting. Like, there's a reason that she needed to be murdered. And I'm wondering if it's through her collect connection with Salal and what she might have learned from that. Then we have Ray Clark, who's potentially also aware of this, um, whatever Annie had discovered. Um, maybe the Salal scientists at some point, you know, we see like in the immediate, like, the immediate moments leading up to their event that, you know, they don't seem distressed, but do they know something that made them dangerous? Like, is there some reason that they would have needed to be eliminated? I'm also wondering again about like this Oliver Tagak, like he kind of makes himself scarce after Annie dies. So potentially he could have been implicated in this as well. Um, I don't necessarily think that, but Maybe the Salal scientists also became a liability because they know about this corruption with the mine. Um, Otis was part of the group that dug these underground caves. Mm -hmm. And he's, that group of men was ostensibly also 
targeted. And then after that happens, he kind of goes off the grid and makes himself scarce. So there's something in the cave that potentially Annie had found that Clark might have known about and that Otis was directly involved in building that would have made all of these people a liability, that would have made Otis and his crew a liability 30 years ago that got targeted. Um, and maybe if not targeted for murder, maybe there's something else like dangerous there that might have happened. But um the mine is definitely has to be the driving force connecting I, all of these events. I, I think my theory still stands whether or not Rose is involved and, and why she is, uh, you know, whatever. But I think if I best piece all this stuff together, I think probably I really don't know about Ot the people Otis is with. I don't know that. I can't I can't map that at all. But everything else, I think Annie is uncovering stuff that happened. She uncovers it. She has mm -hmm. killed either by Anders Lund, maybe Oliver Tagak, and then he chooses to like, he's like, this is bad news. I'm leaving. Raymond Clark, I think is still on the possibility of like, they make Raymond Clark like, but I think if that happens, I'm him continuing to be weird. I think that they're, they well, might just, why don't they murder him too? Yeah. Um, so anyway, some combination of like the research station men are not all of them killed Annie, but they are complicit in her right. murder to, to keep, covering up what the, that the, the funding that they're getting to me anders lund is the person who makes the most sense in that because if you just work there would you continue to maybe but i feel like being the head of it you're in charge of it is like i have to keep this thing going it's worth killing her raymond then knows that happened he's like i need to find otis because i need to figure out what annie found like i need mm -hmm. to go and find it he had her phone right mm -hmm. he he finds it and whether or not he finds it before or after but he decides that the research station men need to pay they're all complicit they all need to die he he's having trauma because he's seeing annie yeah that's who's awake he's luring them out they all are mm -hmm. drawing a symbol on their head like yeah it'll be a symbol for you to fall into the like yeah watch out like you know you won't you'll know i where think to fall, it's you know? a clue i think that the i think that the spiral is a clue i think that like raymond is like trying to point people Wonder if we could look at and, who who and i think that that's what oliver is doing as well yes it's a clue yeah. like this is go to the go and find the spot in the yeah. ice and i and wonder who had it on their head as well would be interesting yeah yeah but i feel like those people they got named but they're like so whatever that like, there's like melina there's like yeah. there's like henry david Thoreau. no there's not but there's somebody like yeah. Names at the can, yeah can though i guess the last thing i just want to chat because i feel like we've really dismissed it i i do feel like the of this too is like suddenly navarro is in riot gear at the at the protest oh. but i do think like the riot happening it does feel like a way to get there's more tension between danvers and Leo. navarro oh. there is tension there but it's also to get like navarro to be like they're not great like what they're doing is like like right and just and look what's happening and for leah to actually like espouse it mm -hmm. and then also to then get leah and pete in a scene to, which you could do separately but they get this nice scene where he delivers um a pepsi even though she likes mountain dew and um the scene of like be who you used to be uh i thought was a very i thought it was very sweet that mm -hmm. the moment that kayla fell in love was because he not the games he did well it was the game where he fell and then they found out the kid who scored uh, when he fell, his dad had just had a stroke. It was like yeah. very strange. She's like, she just wants you to be that that guy, Pete. Mm -hmm. Like that's who you need to be. But all that stuff was was pretty 
good. Again, I thought clumsy to get to some of that stuff, mm-hmm. or like the bar was suddenly like in the trooper. Uh, but that's right what the, here, but that's what the troopers would have done. Like yeah, that's no, what a, that's a trooper work. Um, yeah, I want to like go back to you know kind of pulling at these different threads and how they might be connected. Um, like going back to Rose. Um, what kind of academic was Rose? Like, could she have like, and, and, and why, and how does an academic end up in the Arctic circle? Could she have been a climatologist? Could she have been? She into spirituality? Could she have been? Religion? Like, like, I mean, is there something that she, like, could she know something by virtue yeah, of right. her academic expertise that has something to do with what's going on at Salal? Like, could there be this other connection I, I could see her be like uh some connection to the ngo that like she's there as like boots to make sure that like everything is in like this stuff keeps happening like i i i guess i get you know it, it does it does for sure feel like a stretch um yeah i just feel like her presence it in a show that otherwise is trying to represent indigenous culture and and uh in upiac people the story of this woman who has this boyfriend who died and, and it, you know they're both they're both uh they're both white they're both you know mm-hmm. they did that they're there for me to a degree other than that she's a big she's like a name and it uh mm-hmm. she's been another hbo step i think Fiona right? Shaw, yeah like but she's not such a big name but you know if isa lopez just like wanted to work with her like and then they wrote this like if we find out that like rose is just there as like mentor to navarro like spiritual mentor whereas like danvers is like um you know work mentor or lover or whatever we still have got Mm -hmm. no Mm -hmm. word on that um then that's fine i think that is what it is you know i've really loved the rose stuff that we've gotten so far it just does feel like there is like something you could the fact that she has a fake name she has she's throwing this elaborate feast for nobody you know it's like is there a fact that's badass i think that's awesome of her but i do think the fact that like the the show chooses to give her a fake name and a pass that would make her like highly educated and distinguished in a way where I'm not like, I'm not convinced. I don't think she's like the muscle of the NGO. I like, don't think so either. To like say like, we're going to send this 65 year old woman there to make sure that everything's okay. But isn't she also, Travis is also Russ's dad. So she has a connection to like, she, yeah. Cult stuff from being, I don't yeah. Know. Well, I will say that, like, um, I did hear that, um, that apparently, oh, I've heard this too. Yeah. Um, no. um what, what, what's, uh, what's the creator? Nicholas Pizzolato, I think, Nicholas or something Pizzolato like that. Pizzolato is like saying, like, that he's annoyed that Isa Lopez chose to, chose to make these connections. Um, that this is like not part of his canon of what happens in True Detective season. One. Um, so I, I I think that these links are more like nice Easter eggs for fans. I, I agree. Then it's like we're supposed to actually go I think back. We, I think we also got the explanation of I, I think you can map out that yeah. like yeah. Annie the only piece that's annoying is that Navarro I guess Navarro moved away and she's been away, so why would she know? And does any would anybody else need like the fact that they're like, oh, it's a thing that every kid knows. <laughs> dear knows is the only piece like but whatever it's fine well, Kavik didn't know either like which is also you know about okay. the about yeah. the spiral so like i yeah. 
So um, Annie dreams it seemingly, right? Which would make sense that you would dream about this thing that like other people right. in your community, like you could, she could have seen it before, right? She could have been on the mm -hmm. ice and seen it. She dreams it. Once she see, like gets a tattoo, she doesn't see it. He, Raymond sees it. It's a, obviously a, a piece that Annie would have followed to get into mm -hmm. the cave. So then Raymond is like, if he's following what happened to Annie, mm -hmm. he obviously knows about it or he's more, he's super complicit and she was following his you know, the fact that he had the, you know, et cetera, et cetera. It makes sense that the symbol is like out it's there. And I don't think it permeated her consciousness in some way. Yeah. And so I don't think it's connected to like the season one cult. No, example. no. Yeah. Well, is there anything else? Anything else you want to answer? I feel like there's a lot. And I feel like we're doing a lot of speculating, but we're doing, I, that, it's our last no. chance to speculate. Well, my last chance. You have plenty of chances to well, speculate. Um, I did like the episode. Again, I think that like I I, I want to give credit to like he's a little bit like yeah, she only got six episodes. And so I feel like sometimes the pieces are trying to be moved in a way, but but mostly and I think you're like point to start with like the themes and yeah. what people are saying. And I again I think in all of these theories, I think it has to be like I feel like that that hopefully will be resonant in the last episode too, of like what are they going to go and see and find that ultimately I think like you know, interesting. I was thinking about like that they can't that like specifically Liz can't look away from anymore. Mm -hmm. Although to a degree, like, isn't that kind of what happened with Wheeler that like mm -hmm. they just she could like and again, we don't know exactly which one of them did this. But the fact mm -hmm. that they could not like look away from that from Wheeler even being allowed to live in or because of how mm -hmm. much harm he had done um, is the way in which like that has happened to them before like those two specifically have happened to them before um but i'm i loved your analysis of the theme and i think I'm, I'm now i'm trying to like be like that's i think it's so spot on that i'm now trying to figure out like okay what does it mean for like the piece of information that will be revealed yeah 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 i mean obviously with these kinds of shows um a huge part of their success relies in you know well how do, how do they handle the mystery right do they give us like you said you know enough that it's it's satisfying and it makes sense but it also surprises us so you know we can't judge that yet um but i will say like it doesn't bother me that this is a six episode series i think it's been like really jam-packed in terms of it like exciting action great characters like brilliant acting performances and again like i think that isa lopez has been very ambitious and largely successful in the ambitions of weaving together these really important themes that have to do with colonization and climate change and indigenous cultures like and our exploitation of people and the land and the human cost of that and the natural cost of that and to put that in a detective show that is also a, a murder mystery is I think, you know, something that is a pretty tall order. And I think that she's done a really lovely job with it. And um, I love seeing this content tackled in, in media. Like there's a lot of detective mystery shows out there. Um, you know, this show, this show is drawn comparisons with Mayor of Easttown, which I thought was pretty good. But like, mm -hmm. I, I, I don't personally have an appetite for just another murder mystery so the fact that i think that this show has done so much more and done it with this like incredible female driven cast and and tackled these kind of broader socio-cultural themes is is very impressive i totally agree i mean any of my critiques are like small i feel like 
small compared to mm-hmm. I think the the overwhelming success I think yeah. of of this show in in terms of like my enjoyment of the show, the quality of the show, mm-hmm. uh, what it's talking about, etc. Yeah. So yeah, um, we talked about this grace before we started recording today, and like I just watched Wonka with my kids, yes. and yes. Uh, my son really enjoyed listening to your <laughs> post show recaps theater um, uh-huh. episode about the Mario movie. So I told him that there was one about Wonka, and he wanted to listen to it, and we were listening to it together. It was really sweet. And then it got to the point where you had said all the things you liked about it and yeah. you were about to pivot to more critique. And he said, I don't want to hear any more because I just like the movie. I know that they're going to say what's bad about it now and I don't care. And I do feel mm. like that's a good refreshing message sometimes yeah. like as podcasters and critics and like viewers that I, I love, you know, examining something and finding the seams and talking about that. But like sometimes it's a helpful reminder to step back and like see the show for what it is and what is successful about it. And that's not to say that like I think that there's a lot of things we have to ignore to enjoy True Detective Night Country. I I think it's it's incredibly well done. But, you know, we don't have to like pick apart every single thing about this show. And so what better that it got made than it, that it didn't get made, you know? So, yeah. Um, I was, I said this to you before, but I think uh, the lesson that I uh, should live more like your son's world than, uh, than the world I currently live in sometimes. And also maybe you need to edit the pod, like format pods. So it's like all the, all the, if you just want to hear the, like, yeah. the nice, good stuff up front and then we're really mean in the back, <laughs> in the back of the pod. Yeah. A little something for everyone. That's right. Yeah. All right. Well, this is so fun. We're only one more episode. I mean, I'm kind of sad about that. that we only have I one know. More. Oh, I know this has been a really great show to talk about. Um, I'm really excited about uh, about the finale and getting to cover it with you, Grace, and getting to do it with live yes. on YouTube with all of uh, the audience viewing and giving their feedback. Um, I'm serious. I really want people to watch us live and to give us things to talk about because I think it'll be really fun and uh, looking forward to that. Um, in the meantime, Grace, mm-hmm. what are you up to? Where can people keep up with you so jess and i are doing full spoiler recaps last week uh we talked about a show that i am trying to remember and that's fine <laughs> scavengers rain i think was last week and this week we're doing boy swallows universe which is an australian show on netflix it's pretty good it's a lot darker than i thought it was going to be which actually i am delighted by uh mm-hmm. i think it's very good um and then on post your recaps theater Aaron and i t- talked about argyle um uh this week which is a very interesting movie and um yeah and then i'll have more true detective coverage this week make sure you subscribe post recaps.com slash true detective what about you dr mana awesome um i am covering six feet under with ariel um having a really great time uh through season two of that show which is really firing on all cylinders in my opinion so you can always keep up with everything i'm doing by following me on twitter where i am at dr amanda r all right, we'll be back next week. We'll be live on YouTube, youtube.com slash post recaps. Come and join us. Um, if you want a good bit, you can sign in as a ghost and then just point. Uh, if you want to write the <laughs> pointing, uh, if you want that. Mm-hmm. Everybody's welcome from all all world spiritual and the material plane. Yes. So um, yeah, join us for that. We will be back then. Until then, we will be detecting truly. Step into the world of power, loyalty 
and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. I'm Victoria Cash. Thanks for calling the Lucky Land Hotline. If you feel like you do the same thing every day, press 1. If you're ready to have some serious fun for the chance to redeem some serious prizes, press 2. We heard you loud and clear. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com right now and play over 100 social casino-style games for free. Get lucky today. At LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.